Would you believe it if I told you we were two months away from the start of the 2022 Wenatchee Apple Sox season? Well, that's exactly what it is. Today, of course, being April 3rd and then opening day coming up on June 3rd. Baseball is right around the corner. Of course, MLB getting started this week, but just a couple months ago to wait for summer college baseball. Hi, everyone. I'm Joel Norman again. As I mentioned, the Apple Sox will open the season up June 3rd at the Bend Elks, and their home opener is June 6th at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium. And as the season has quickly approached, we've been detailing members of this summer's roster and just kind of letting you know who these guys are. And we're t- today, we're actually going to talk to one of those guys who you are familiar with and who will be joining the Apple Sox again this coming season. Outfielder Enzo Apodaca will join us. He's in his redshirt freshman season at Gonzaga after leading the West Coast League in walks last year. And he really endeared himself to fans as a fan favorite over the course of last summer. He was a really solid defender in the outfield, and he's looking forward to patrolling Paul Thomas Senior Stadium again this coming summer. And, you know, the Zangs are rolling right now, so we figured this was a great time to catch up with him. You're swinging pretty good right now. 281 on-base percentage, uh, 381 a 281 batting average, 381 on base percentage. What's really clicking for you at the plate right now? Um, really, it's honestly just seeing the ball deep. Uh, I'm trying my best to just let that pitch get deep. Um, when I start to struggle, I sometimes get out front and get a little bit too too antsy. Um, but it's going. Uh, it's working out so far. I had a little bit of rocky start in the uh, uh, in the beginning of the spring, but. Uh, starting to finally catch on yeah I mean it's got to be fun being part of that Zags team right now the way you guys are playing I mean obviously making the tournament last year uh, you missed out on that it feels like this this group is kind of you know you've added a couple of guys but it's almost just like you know the beat goes on what, what's that been like jumping into a group that's obviously really hungry right now yeah I mean we're definitely trying to bounce back after a strong year last year um, the guys we lost uh, were significant roles, but uh, we had guys step up here and fill those spots. Um, our pitching staff has been dominant this year. That's uh, been a big key factor as well. And um, our bats are right there too. And as we keep going, we're just hoping to keep producing. And then correct me, you, you've been primarily playing uh, center field so far with the Zags. Am I correct? Correct. Okay. Yes, correct. You played that a lot last summer. You kind of moved over left and right a little bit. What's the What's the differences for you for preparing for center field? Are any Are there any changes for you at all? Um, nothing really. Uh, I like being out there in center. Honestly, a lot more room to run and uh, not have to worry about running into people or or walls. Uh, but I love center out there. I, it's my favorite spot in the outfield. Now, obviously, I think you know if you're an Apple Sox fan, you're listening to this. You're aware that center field at Paul Thomas is pretty big. There's a lot of real estate to cover there. Uh, you're no stranger to that, obviously. What's it, what's it like for Gonzaga? Is there center field at home? Is it pretty big? Is it a hitter's park? Is it a pitcher's park? Take me through that. Um, yeah, our center field is uh, uh, 400 dead center. Uh, it's definitely a lot of room to cover. Our, um, our uh, I would say our left and right centers get pretty deep fast. Um, I think it's definitely a hitter's ballpark because the wind howls out left field so if you're riding you put the ball up in the air it's likely to go out and um, luckily that kind of works for us in in an advantage and sometimes it doesn't so um, yeah I mean it's it's fun out there but I really adapted to that field that's pretty cool what's it been like some of these places on the road obviously this is your first year really playing at the the d1 level and everything obviously you were part of the team last year but this is obviously different getting out there what's been what's been your favorite park on the road so far this season I know it's still early 
it's either Oklahoma State, O'Bray Stadium, or BYU, Larry H. Miller. Um, okay. I think I think BYU, just the scenery was amazing. Uh, they The home field is looking out towards the mountains right there, and there's a little snow. There's some snow on top of there. And uh, just it's a beautiful place, Provo. And Oklahoma State was just phenomenal with their newly built field facilities. Uh, the atmosphere there, the fans, they were super toxic, but I loved it. I loved it. Um, they, they gave me a run for their money out, out in the outfield, the student section. Um, but I love it. I love that stuff. It really brings me a lo- lot closer to the game. Give me a, uh, give me a PC chirp that you got. I mean, I, I I don't know if they're all appropriate for me to say. <laughs> uh, I get about yeah, they're not really PG rated. Okay, all right, that's fair then. Is yeah. it is it like students? Yeah. Out, is it students out there, or is it like you know fan like older fans? What was it? Oh yeah, it's students. Uh, the whole outfield was like a student section. They got like a tailgate, like uh, some alcohol out there. You know, kind of gets the. <laughs> gets the body flowing a little bit for those students but um yeah i, mean, I love it. it they um i kind of i kind of play with it kind of laugh with them that's some of the stuff they say and um i mean i just love it that's pretty cool you guys had a few obviously a lot of schools if you're up north whether you're the west central or east part of the country you're going to have one of those early season like invitationals uh, where you kind of get a chance to play some games somewhere. I'm trying. I can't remember where you guys were at to start the season for one of those. Where'd you get? Where'd you guys begin the season? Yeah, so we start off in uh, Arizona. Okay. And uh, surprise, surprise, Arizona uh, with the Sanderson Ford tournament. We played um, Oregon State, New Mexico, and we also got a game added down there to play Cal Berkeley. Nice. Um, Oregon State. Oh yeah, Oregon State was like, such a good ball club. Um, we picked up three out of two of the games. Um, so we played five games down there, and we picked up three of them. Okay. What was it like down there? Did you get a chance to see some people from back home? Because you're from Scottsdale, so had to be. I mean, you probably had some family members on hand, I imagine. Yeah, a bunch of my friends uh, came, family came, uh, some buddies from high school. Um, I actually have played there uh, lots of times um, for travel ball. Uh, tournaments are always held at spring training facilities in Arizona, and uh, Surprise is always one of them that I've always had to make the drive up there. Um, so it was definitely nice being back home, and it's definitely a special moment for me to open up my first uh, college baseball, I guess, uh, game in my hometown. So yeah. I loved it. I got to say, I have to give you credit. I saw that Gonzaga has those powder blues this year. Uh, those are pretty awesome. Uh, I personally am going to try to make a pitch to Apple Sox management to see if we can add those because – those just look sick, and <laughs> it's a trend in baseball right now. But is that your favorite jersey with the Zags? I'm honest, it's my second favorite. Okay. Second favorite, um, but my um, my first, my my most favorite is um, we have a a cream jersey for home. Nice. We have a kind of like an off white cream jersey, and um, that's my favorite. But the powder blues are so nice too. Um, I mean, they look phenomenal. It's definitely an upgoing trend. Uh, in baseball, and I'm glad we were able to finally do it. And uh, if we if we get some powder blue uh, Apple Sox jerseys, I'd be on that train for sure. <laughs> I'll have to see if people are interested. I'll have to talk to Allie. I don't know. It might be a little late for this year, but that might be a, a down-the-road thing. Um, 
uh, talk to me about what's been your favorite game so far. You talked about some of these road ones. Obviously, you guys opened the season with a walk-off. That had to be pretty cool. Uh, what's been your favorite game with the Zags so far? Um, wow, I've, there's already so many games. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think, I think definitely my favorite game was the final game against the series against Oklahoma State when, uh, we took the win to sweep the series. Um, you know, coming, coming in, uh, there, I think they were ranked sixth at the time. And I think they just got back up there, um, coming in with a mid-major school, uh, just sweeping them absolutely felt amazing. The boys loved it. We all had a bunch of energy. Um, definitely uh, I blew up the internet a little bit. I've got Twitter going with all these uh, college baseball accounts. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, just the energy and yeah, the guys were going crazy in just that final out when we were celebrating. Yeah, it just feels like the vibe all around your team is tremendous right now, whether it's within the team or about the team. So it's been fun to follow from afar, seeing how well you guys have done. Um, I talked, I mentioned that walk-off to begin the season. Uh, Ezra Samperi had that walk-off hit. He's actually signed to be with the Apple Sox this summer. And he's someone who, I'm, you know, fans hear your name, they remember who you are. You know, some of these other names, they aren't, they're not really sure who some of these guys are yet. And, you know, we're still filling them in. Tell me, uh, you know, something fans can kind of expect out of him this summer. Yeah, Ezra for sure. Uh, solid hitter. Um, definitely really good defensively behind the plate. Has a really good arm. Um, he can run the bases too. He's an all-around great hitter. Doesn't let stuff get in his head. Uh, team guy as well. Um, I mean, he's a great guy. I'm looking forward to having him this summer and basically just keep rolling with it as we are in the spring. It's kind of cool how and Gonzaga, obviously with it being a you know, West Coast team, it's got a lot of guys who played in the West Coast League on that roster i mean i can just pretty much go every position probably find someone to put it simply i mean is that something any of you guys ever talk about is your your different like west coast league experiences at all by chance yeah we all come back in the fall sharing stories about summer ball um i mean we always play each other some guys play for different teams in the west coast league like corvallis bend um we all kind of exchange stories uh, when when they come into town or when we go to them. We always try to get dinner, kind of catch up. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely memories memories for sure that I've made this summer that have been lived on and I've kept telling to my guys here uh, over and over. And uh, it's definitely really a blessing too uh, playing these schools like Oregon, where uh, I have guys that I played with on the team, such as Garrett Cutting and uh, Jacob Hughes that. Uh, I got really close with the summer. It was always nice seeing them. And, uh, I mean, yeah, summer was awesome. Met a lot of great memories there. You still keep up with a lot of the guys? You ever, like, you know, text them? Or, you know, you mentioned, like, you see them, in, if you're playing them, you catch up with them. There are other guys you kind of still talk with from last summer? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, I keep touch with as many as I could. Um, I keep touch with Trey Miller, who's my roommate, uh, who's at uh, Upstate right now. Yeah. Um, Jared Ingman, who who's going to be back next year, yeah. uh, I always keep touch with because they're um, they're in state school too, so we play them a lot yeah. uh, at UW. Um, but yeah, I mean, I try to keep touch with as many as I can. I mean, they're my boys; I still love them to death. Nice. What was behind your motivation to kind of come back to the Apple Sox? You know, you're obviously a pretty solid player. You could have had your choice. Maybe you would have tried to move somewhere else. You know, why come back to Wenatchee? Um. Actually, I didn't 
have a choice. Okay. Uh, I kind of, I just got a contract saying, hey, you're going to be playing Wenatchee again. Okay. And I said, let's do it. Sweet. Let's run it back. I mean, I loved it there. Uh, loved, loved the town, loved the fans. Uh, loved you guys. You guys did a great job. Uh, I think it would be phenomenal. Like, um, it would be, I'm just trying to relive summer again. And um, I can't wait. To, I went, can't wait to get over there. I'm so excited. Awesome. No, we're looking forward to having you back. So that was some of your coaching staff kind of just decided they thought that was the right fit for you? Yeah. Um, us players don't really have any say, okay. uh, at least on at our program where we go for summer ball. It's um, kind of coaches' jobs. They talk to different teams. And wherever they land a spot for us, they kind of hand us a contract and be like, Here's, here you are. Like, here's your spot for the summer. I'm like, all right. But <laughs> I was pretty thrilled to see that I was coming back. Yeah, it makes it a little bit easier from the, you know, getting familiar standpoint. Obviously, you'll have new teammates, but, you know, at least you're used to the town. Probably, I would imagine, probably a similar host family situation if, you know, that all works out too. Uh, what uh, Was it the same way going into 2021? Was it kind of like you were just assigned or – was that something they were looking at a couple different options for you or take me through that? Yeah, same exact process. Uh, handed us a contract saying, here, you're going to be playing. Um, but, yeah, that's – I don't know how – I know some other programs do it differently, um, but that's how we do it over here. Okay. Let's talk back to uh, – let's talk about your summer at the plate last year. I mean, you led the West Coast League in walks. Your patience was huge. Is, is patience something that – is kind of your MO as a hitter? Has it always been that way? Or was it something you maybe had to learn after a while to kind of be, to you know, be patient at the plate and wait for your pitches? Yeah, for me, uh, slowing the game down is a big part. Uh, being patient at the plate as well. Because, um, like I said before, I can get in my head a little bit. I get a little antsy. Um, start swinging at pitches that aren't strikes, that aren't in my zone where I can hit. That's when I start falling into a little bit of a slump. Um, but that's really my main approach is just be patient, slow the game down, wait for my pitch and attack it. And if I don't get my pitch, then get on base by a walk. Um, but yeah, I mean, that that's my plan. That's always been my plan. And I'm just going to keep going forward. Yep. 38 free passes last year. Uh, did you ever think that, you know, you would end a season of any type leading not only your team, but maybe the league with walks? Is that something you ever expected was possible for you as a hitter? Or did it, did it kind of catch you by surprise? Or were you kind of like, you know what, that makes sense with how I approached each game? Uh, I mean, at the beginning of the year, I definitely had no clue. And then I think in the middle of the season, kind of like late towards the end, I think I went over with my dad. My dad's like, hey, you got a chance to like lead the league in walks. And he didn't tell me how many I had, nor if I nor I wanted to know. But he's like, yeah, if you keep walking, you have a chance. And um, I just like, all right, well, I'm not going to change anything. I'm not going to try to walk. I'm still going to try to get hits. Um, but I think that last game against Yakima is when I, I think surpassed to get number one. Um, and I had no idea. I was pretty excited about that. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> that's the thing about summer. I think it's cool. You can kind of look at little stuff like that and just be like, hey, you know, that's that's something I can take back to school and say that I did. I mean, it's not the most – it's probably not something you're going to go out and advertise to everyone being like, yeah, I led the West Coast League in walks. But <laughs> it's still still a really cool thing because you're on base percentage. So, I mean, you like I mentioned to you before, 381 right now with Gonzaga. So, clearly, it's carried over. Um, but you really did a good job at the plate as well. I remember you telling me 
because in your first five games in league play, you didn't get any hits. And it was that series of Portland, and then I think the Apple Sox came home and we played Bellingham, and you didn't have any hits yet until I think the last game. But from that point on, your final 40 games, I looked it up, you hit 319. Uh, you had mentioned to me near the end of the summer, you kind of began the year wearing glasses for the first time as a hitter, right? You had said you had done contacts before. And t- take me through, like, what was that adjustment like, switching from, you know, contacts to glasses? How difficult was that? Actually, um, I just switched to glasses uh, then. I haven't. Okay. I hadn't tried contacts oh, yet. Okay. I, actually, I actually wear contacts now and have banged the glasses. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, it was. I, I necessarily don't think it was uh, the glasses that that paid um, a factor. I honestly think it was just me getting used to collegiate pitching after not playing baseball for uh, six months because of yeah. a, a back injury I had over the summer. Um, but I mean. I knew. I mean, it was it was pretty tough for me back then. Uh, I knew. I told myself just to like be patient, like just keep going. It'll click. Like, don't be too hard on yourself. And um, I mean, yeah, it, it worked out in the end. And as I got going, I kind of just relaxed and were like, all right, you got the first one out of the way. Like, just keep cruising. Yeah. What What were some of the things you had to learn about collegiate pitching that differed from high school? Obviously, you'd had a year off because of the injury. You know, what were some things you kind of noticed about collegiate pitching that you've taken with you into the spring? Uh, definitely be ready for the fastball, for sure. Be ready for the fastball because you only may you may only get one per at bat. And um, high school's a bit different. I mean, most of the guys are throwing low low eights. Uh, fastball curveball's always in the dirt. I mean, collegiate pitching was um, definitely a little bit of a change. Um, guys now have, you know, three to four pitches, uh, sometimes and, um, you know, just adjusting to that took me a little bit of time, uh, as you saw like last, um, last summer, but I mean, I trusted myself. I trusted who I am as a player, trust my ability and, uh, it paid off in the end. Yeah. It's, it makes sense that you talk about the, the change in pitches because, there's definitely guys in high school that fastball might be all they have if they're, you know, maybe starting the second game of a doubleheader or something like that. So definitely, definitely a change there. What are some, what was your favorite moment? Would you say like on field last summer with the Apple Sox, you had a couple of times where you seem, you know, pretty excited about things. Obviously there was the walk-off hit in August that Tino had. Um, you had a home run on July 3rd. And I just remember the way you kind of came back to home plate because it was a packed house, it was fireworks night. You looked pretty. You were pretty pumped up that night. And then you also, the one I thought was kind of cool was, you know, last game of the season, you had a home run at home in our last home game of the year. Did you Did you have one moment that really stood out to you from last season? Um, yeah, so I'm going to mention both home runs that you said. So the 4th of July one definitely, definitely was uh, one of my favorite moments ever playing baseball. Uh, first collegiate home run, packed house. Uh, firework night. Uh, I got the boys going, got the crowd going. Um, that that sort of stuff kind of gets the adrenaline in me and starts going wild. Um, and my second one, what like you said, my last home game. Um, at that point, my body was super tired. Uh, I was just exhausted with our long season. Uh, my body has never been put through this like before, and 
I remember late nights, I was just laying in bed and, and I couldn't move. I was so tired. And as season got closer to the end, I'm like, just keep pushing through, keep pushing through. You're going to be good. And that last home game, I think I also got three hits as well, maybe two. And that final home run, it was kind of like, I felt a bunch of different emotions, kind of a release of pressure and just was like, yeah, like, like it's, it's almost over. Like it's almost over. Like your hard work paid off. Um, and yeah, it was, it was really like satisfying to me. And de definitely those two home runs were something I always remember my career. Yeah, that had to be a little tough for that being your first. I mean, we talked about that. I remember early last season it was your first like real collegiate season, so to speak, because you hadn't played your freshman year. Your would have been the normal freshman year. So you jump in, you're playing every single day. What did you learn about conditioning? That's something that you'll take that you've taken with you into the spring, and you'll take with you into this coming summer. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, just listen to your body, uh, for sure. Um, in high school. I was just pushing through, push, 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 and that's actually how I got my back injury. Um, but yeah, definitely just listen to your body. If your body's, if your body's telling you, "Hey, I need a break today," basically saying uh, you got to listen to it because, I mean, your body's your money maker. If you don't, if you're not gonna feel good, you're not gonna produce at the level that you want to. Um, so definitely pacing myself, uh, doing some recovery after for sure, um, stretching. Uh, it's played a big factor into the spring as well. Um, and I'm definitely going to keep that forward because, you know, I'm just trying to stay healthy as long as possible. Figured I'd ask you about, you know, from your time in Wenatchee, uh, let's take, let's go through a, a game day. What are you doing for, it's a home game day for the Apple Sucks. What are you doing for, you wake up, probably play the night before. What are you doing for like your first meal of the day? Are you working out during the day? Uh, take me through like your kind of your game day routine. Yeah, so I wake up, uh, usually have a bowl of cereal or fruit. Um, then I usually go to the gym, get a lift in, um, head back home, uh, drink a recovery drink, protein shake. And then from there on, I kind of start to lock in. Um, we have to get to the field like three hours before. So I start to lock in, uh, whether if it's me, just calming down looking back at videos of um previous games um even as simple as just laying on the couch and just relaxing uh just it's all it's all mental for me and uh, i think that i'm just going to keep going with it because it's just what i've always done you mentioned video uh what are things you look for when you're when you're looking at your video are you comparing different swings or are you just kind of focusing on uh, one swing yeah yeah, uh, so one of the things I focus on for videos is um, where the pitch is at, what what pitches I'm swinging at, what the location's at, if it's a strike, if it's a ball. Um, I'm definitely looking at some uh, mechanical stuff as well. If I'm losing my posture on uh, some pitches, say, say the outside half, um, I don't try to dig too, too deep into it because then I start thinking about it when I'm at the plate. Uh, but I, I mostly just look at, all right, swing at this pitch, was, was that a ball or a strike? Um, and just try to change that in the game, try to change my approach a little bit. But like I said, don't like to dig too deep into mechanics because then I'll start thinking about that at the plate. When you're at the plate and you're trying to avoid thinking about stuff like that, you know, there's a lot of guys who talk about how they have 
you know, self-talk where they like to, they kind of will say something to themselves in between pitches, or maybe it's just a, a, a certain just habit that they have to have. What, what do you kind of do in between pitches to reset for yourself, whether it was a pitch you liked or a pitch you didn't like? Um, honestly, if it's a pitch I like, I just say, okay, game on. Or if it's a bad swing, I just say, hey, shake it off. Don't worry about it. You got two more. Um, in my head, to kind of clear my mind, I just say in my head, strike, strike, strike. It's just expecting a strike kind of clears everything out. Um, uh, clears my mind from trying to get like a perfect time with my mechanics. Um, it just helps me a lot. And I, I do like this in between pitches. Uh, I do like this little breathing thing or just completely relax my face and take a deep breath and blow out, do like a little, I don't know how to describe it, just to relax. <laughs> You've seen me do it before. Yep. You've seen me do yep. it before. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it ha- that, that helps me relax my face, relax my eyes. And, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, it works for me, so. Okay. Um, you said, and you said before, so you've gone to the contacts, so no, we're not going to see specs again this summer then? Uh, only time you'll see specs is if I'm too lazy to put in contacts or something happens with my contacts, if some dirt or if you break. <laughs> now, we've all been there with, uh, you know, contacts go wrong or something. Uh, <laughs> I mean, my, I have, sometimes I wear glasses. I, I hate wearing glasses, but sometimes they're better. Is, um, is that when it's hot out, is that kind of an annoyance for you sometimes? Just wearing like your, the, the specs whenever you've got the helmet on and you've got long hair too. So does that, is that annoying at all? As a hitter, um, yeah, for sure. Uh, when I wore uh, glasses last year in the summer, um, they kind of like bob up and down as I run, and I would always have to worry about them getting scratched up too. Yeah. Um. So I just I decided to go to contacts. Um. This uh this fall, um, it was definitely a struggle getting used to them. I was miserable. Uh, the eyes had to adjust it. It felt like something was in there, like all the time. But I finally, it finally clicked. Finally, got used to them. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I love them so far, and I'm just gonna keep rolling with them unless, like I said, I get lazy where I just don't feel like putting them in or <laughs> something happens. <laughs> yeah, better for that to happen than you know figure that out in the fall than to be figuring that out in the spring or something because that would, that would oh, yeah. be a lot tougher. Uh, take me. Yeah. So on the road trips, we last summer there were no teams in Canada that we traveled to. Obviously, that's going to be something this year. It's kind of a change. What was your favorite road city last year that you went to? Did you have one that you really enjoyed, like that park, or did you like that maybe they had a few places that were closer to the hotel in town? What was your favorite road trip last year? I honestly think one of my the favorite road trips I had um, was either Corvallis or um, going to Bend. Okay. Um, yeah, Corvallis, uh, because, I mean, we got to play on Oregon State's field, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Bend, Bend, I think, I, I don't know, something about the field, I thought it was it was comfy, like cozy. I, I get those weird feelings about fields where they're, I just feel cozy sometimes. Um, I like Bend's field, even though some people may not say it's the nicest field. Um, I did pretty good there too, so that probably plays a big role. That helps, um, right? <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Uh, I also really enjoyed Bellingham too. Bellingham was really cool. They they sell out there like crazy. Um, it was a cool atmosphere. 
Um, but there's there's so many. There's so many to remember. Those are just some of them, though. Yeah, Bellingham, I think when we went there last year was kind of when they opened up to 100%. So they had a really good crowd that week, that week series when we played them, which was really cool. Plus, they've got that turf uh-huh. field, which I know a lot of our guys liked. Um, I like Bend a lot. The only thing I don't like, and I, I missed the trip to Bend last year. The only thing I don't like is the sun just sets, like, right in center field. So when you guys are out in the outfield, it's probably not an issue. But did you did that affect you at all when you were at the plate playing at Bend with how the sun sets there? Um, Honestly, I remember, like, us playing there, and it was overcast. Okay. Um, I think it was, like, we actually delayed the game because it was raining. Um, so we luckily didn't have to really deal with that issue. Uh, but I, I do remember, I think on the last game, it was a little bit bright out there. Um, I mean, I, I didn't really pay too much attention to it. I mean, can't really change, yeah. <laughs> do anything about it. <laughs> so, um, I mean, yeah, I, it's not too bad. I remember at the end of that series with Corvallis, the last day of that game, I think we started at 10 a.m. Do you remember because of the heat? Um, I remember it was pretty hot on the field that day for you guys as well uh take me through that take me through that week because we went home and i remember we played portland that week too and it was that was a pretty warm week all around because i remember temperatures were well over 110 some days how did you guys kind of stay cool that week because that was pretty tough um let's just say we poured a lot of water on each other many times <laughs> uh, we had to we had to deal with a lot of drenched jerseys uh, definitely, like even for me, coming from Arizona, I was I was like, whoa, like this this is hot. I mean, especially with the turf too, how it just how the heat just bounces off there and kind of just lingers. Yeah, um, it was pretty hot. I felt like my feet were on fire. Um, but I I have never felt so happy to take a shower after a game more in my life. Uh, the shower after that game was very key, and it never felt so good. The one after Corvallis, you're saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was that was pretty nice of them on that on their part that they let a let let you guys shower there because I would have been a long ride back to Wenatchee otherwise. So. <laughs> oh, I know. I couldn't even I couldn't imagine doing that. I was so happy we were able to shower there. Yeah. Do you like playing in warmer weather more or colder weather? Like, do you have a preference of which one? Uh, yeah. Normal, normal to warm. I know, like in Spokane. We're accustomed to cold weather, yeah. Um, but I would take I would take warm weather over cold any day of the week. Just makes the body feel better. Doesn't sting your hands when you hit the ball. Uh, <laughs> draw, draws a little bit more crowds to the game. Yeah, and uh, all around just a pretty sight for the eyes too. So you're saying you'd rather have 110 over like a 50 degree day, maybe even something that cold for the spring. For me, for me being Arizona, I would say yes, okay. but you may not get be getting the same answers from other people. <laughs> I was going to say other people, yeah, yeah. So, Some other people may be taking that fifty degree weather over that one ten any day, but for me, I'll, I'm taking one ten. Nice. Take um, I'm sure fans are always wondering about this with guys who are going to school. You're playing baseball, but you're also a student, obviously. What are you going to school for, and what are you kind of hoping to do with uh, your degree as well? Yeah, uh, right now I'm studying sports management. And, um, you know, uh, my goal is to uh, play professional baseball, but, you know, you always have to have a backup plan. And if that doesn't work out, I um, want to work in, like, the front office of a professional sports team or uh, potentially be a general manager. 
Um, I love sports so much that I couldn't see myself not uh, being involved in the industry uh, after college and in the in the workforce. So uh, that's why I chose sports management. Uh, I mean, I love it so far. Uh, everything that I'm learning about to marketing, broadcasting, um, to running fitness clubs, even. I mean, I enjoy it a lot. So um, still kind of up in the air of what I really want to do with that because my mind's just so focused on, on uh, goal number one. Um, but I feel like I made the right choice with my major, and you know I'm going to stick with it as of right now. For sure, for sure. Well, Enzo, obviously, by the time we're talking, there's about two months until opening day for the Apple Sox. I'd like to say we'd love to have you for opening day, which is true, but I also really hope we see you later on because you're playing in the NCAA tournament, making a deep run. But either way, thanks for chatting a little bit here today, and hey, we'll see you at some point this summer.